To be spiritual does not mean that you have to be a little bitch. Okay, so every now and then I make a post that garners some interesting responses. Well, I did that again and it happened again and we're going to talk about it. So get into your safe spaces, bitches. Welcome to the Anahata Singularity. All right, so what we're going to talk about today is how being spiritual doesn't mean you have to be a little bitch. Not too long ago, I made a post on Twitter, and here it is. Manifestation works like this. Focus plus emotion plus belief plus action equals manifestation. It doesn't work without all four. So I'm calling out you, quote, just let it flow, end quote, spiritual people. Some of you are misinformed, some lazy, and some are from the same agency that brought us Q. Don't do shit and just think happy thoughts is a fucking lie. Think good thoughts, feel them, believe them, take the CBD oil pen out of your fucking mouth, get up off the sofa, leave your house, and shine your light out in the world. Nothing less than that will work. Now, surprisingly, I got a few quote tweets, a few retweets, and a few likes, which is real unusual because fucking Twitter has me replied deboosted most of the time anymore. I think I'm isolated about 90% of the time. Anyway, people really seem to resonate with it. Well, except for one. I always get one. Whenever I say something disparaging about potheads, or if I say something too harsh, Somebody comes crying that they need a Band-Aid and some fucking Bactine on their boo-boo, and that's exactly what happened. And I'm sure you're not surprised that I have no intentions of this being a public apology, and I'm not going to name any names, Laura. Okay, so let's rehash part of my very first episode. In that one, I stated that enlightenment and awakening are the very same thing, And it's not something that occurs in a lotus position on the top of a mountain with some twangy-ass foreign music playing. Awakening is what happens when you suddenly start seeing reality for what it really is. It's usually not a pleasant experience, and in my opinion, heavy metal would probably more suit the moment than some peaceful 432 hertz meditation shit. Which leads me to my next point. Most people's idea of what spirituality is is all fucked up too. Your choice to go down a spiritual path is not supposed to be some touchy-feely, let's all get naked and dry hump in some deranged cuddle cult bullshit. It's about exploring reality through unattached observation and esoteric concepts. That's it. Don't overcomplicate it. All the other bullshit is a fucking trap. And frankly, a bunch of fluff to make people with low self-esteem to feel special. The lies you've been sold through religion and spirituality were intentionally put there to make you passive, ineffectual, and actually the opposite of spiritual. Finding balance is not accomplished by standing still and letting the world smack you around. A ship without a captain is doomed to end up a fucking derelict on a shoreline of a place you do not want to be. Let's take a look at one of the most famous quotes from the Bible, Matthew 5.5. 
Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. So the writers of the Bible want you to be a pushover, right? Well, not the writers, but most certainly the translators. The Greek word praus, normally translated as meek, actually is a word used to describe people who have a sword but know when to sheath it and when to draw it. It's also a word that used to be used to describe a good warhorse, both implying discipline, not a lunatic, but also not a sucker or a mark. So the implication here is that the meek are people who know when to push back and when the time might not be right, ebb and flow. That's balance. Balance is found through movement and only through movement. If you think I'm full of shit, Einstein said, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. He didn't say, life is like a pothead on a sofa with a bag of chips and it'll all work itself out in the end. He didn't say that because it's not entirely true. If you disengage, it will probably not work itself out. If you are completely invested in a specific outcome, then it will. The idea that most of you have in your head about what a spiritual path is supposed to look like is all wrong. Most of you are so fucking programmed that you follow a prepackaged program when trying to break free from the big program we sometimes call the matrix. And let me remind you, by spiritual path, I mean a path that leads you to a wide-angle, x-ray vision, bird's-eye view of reality. It's categorized as spiritual because you have to find answers in places outside of the temporal. It's thoughts and pondering beyond politics, beer, and football. The purpose for such a post was because, as I look around the spiritual community, I see some bizarre shit and a whole lot of fake passivity. The interesting thing here is that they'll say things like, just let it flow. Just let life be what it's going to be. Don't fight it. Nothing is ever accomplished through resistance. But when you say something they don't like, all of a sudden, all that let it flow shit goes right out the window. Ironically, a let it flow person practically wrote me a fucking novel on Twitter about how I shouldn't tell people how to live their life or try to move people in any one direction. She says don't do that while doing exactly that. First of all, I don't tell anyone how to live their life. I say shit and it either resonates with you or it doesn't. If I say too much shit that doesn't resonate with you, then just unfollow me. It's as simple as that. I'm not getting paid per follower. So it's not going to break my heart or my bank account if you unfollow me. If I say something otherwise harmless that puts you down some bad path, well, well, maybe you're not as solid in what you think you know about yourself after all. You don't have to thank me, but recognize it as one of your beliefs being tested, and now you just learned something that may grant you a new opportunity for growth. In fact, I think it's imperative that everyone get outside of their little echo chamber and test what you think you know about yourself and the world around you. It's easy to hide your head in the sand and sit around ringing your singing bowl and regurgitating shit that sounds good and feels good when you say it. The individual I'm talking about found out exactly that. There's a story in all three Gospels about Jesus kicking it with Satan, and the story has a very specific meaning. So Jesus goes into the wilderness for 40 days. And just so you know, in the Bible, the wilderness and the number 40 signifies a spiritual struggle, a painful period of personal growth. And while he was there, he decides to fast. And as you can imagine, he was starting to get hangry. So up walks Satan. 
And Satan says, hey, girl, ain't you Jay Creasy? And Jesus, all in Doc Holliday fashion, says, that's the rumor. Hey, I'm telling the story here. So anyway, Satan says, okay, so if you is who I think you is, turn some of these here rocks into some of those tasty Outback Steakhouse pumpernickel shits with a side of some of that fancy rich people butter. And Jesus was like, nah, ordinary bread ain't the shit I'm after out here. So they somehow end up on the roof of the temple. I don't know how. That's not really explained in the story. It's Jesus and Satan. Crazy shit happens when they be vibing. And Satan's all like, hey, Jay. By the way, that's what Satan calls Jesus, for those of you who don't know. And Jesus sometimes calls Satan Temptationlicious because that's his drag queen stage name. Hey, Jay, let's see if Dad took the train of wheels off your little huffy. I bet if you jump off this motherfucker, you'll piss your little pants and cry like a little bitch. And some sexist shirtless man angel will fly right down here and save your little ass. And Jesus is all like, I am the one being tested by the universe. I am not here to test the universe. Then they somehow end up on a mountain overlooking the whole world. I know, traveling with these two guys has got to be real crazy fun. So Satan says, I will give you all this shit right here, every last bit of it, if you just get down on your little Jesus knees, admit that I'm the shit, and say, you is, whenever I ask, who's your daddy? So Jesus, now sick of all this fronting and popping off, turns and says, fuck this thou off from me, temptationlicious. Lest I breakest down my foot off in the back of thine dress. And Satan, knowing what's up, takes off, and in come a bunch of those angels that Satan was talking about earlier, and they bring Jesus a big blooming onion and a six-ounce sirloin with a grilled lobster tail and a 22-ounce blue moon draft from Outback Steakhouse. No, seriously, I did not make that last part up. Go look it up. Anyway, the moral of the story is this. When you think you got it all squared away, Go and test that shit. Hang out with Satan for a day and see if you got it all figured out or not. Most of the time, you'll find out that you don't. Mike Tyson said it best when he said, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. And that's when growth is supposed to happen. But that only happens when you're willing to shit can all concepts that didn't pass the test and start all over. Most just can't handle that. The ego, Satan will try to convince you that the other person was the one who was at fault, not the preconceived notion. You may fool yourself into believing that anything that causes you to stagger out of your safe space is somehow negative. You'll convince yourself that they are where the adjustment needs to take place and not with you. Life is harsh. It's supposed to be. It's a proving ground. It's supposed to be harsh so that we'll get so tired of it that we suddenly wake up to the fact that it's us who's making it that way and that it can actually be whatever we want it to be, and that we are the ones with all the power to do that. Not to get sidetracked here, but I've seen quite a few complaints about spiritual people using foul language and how they think that's so wrong. Fuck you. If you're having a tough time getting past words, you got a long fucking way to go yet. Most of the great shit I've found in my life has been in the dirt after I've just fallen. So if I fucked you up with my dirty mouth, then feel around in the mud with me while you're down here. There's diamonds in that shit. I promise you. Okay, after that long rant, let me get back to the suspect tweet. We'll call it Exhibit A and lay it out for you slow motherfuckers. Focus plus emotion plus belief plus action 
equals manifestation. It doesn't work without all four. For the manifestation process to work, it has to be complete. You have to actually get up off your ass and make it happen. Manifestation first happens in the subconscious. That's what all the focusing, feeling, and believing in shit is for. But the subconscious can only find the paths leading to what it is that you're after. I like to use this analogy. You can sit on your sofa all day long and look up shit on Google Maps. And Google Maps will faithfully give you multiple routes to every destination that you're interested in. But you'll never get to any of them with your asshole rooted in that sofa. So, the context of Exhibit A is this. If you want your world to be a better place, you have to get up off your ass and go out into the world and make it better. If you have happy thoughts, go spread that shit around. Life is not Twitter. If you get so wound up at a tweet that you start a frenzy of replies that uses up every last character Twitter gives you in every one of them, your meditation practices aren't helping. You're not even close. I'm not shitting you. The person I'm talking about was putting out four or five tweets before I could even get out one. I got some more advice for you. If you can type 167 words a minute on your phone, you're spending way too much time on that motherfucker. Do yourself a favor and go outside for fuck's sakes. There is a neglected world out there that's getting colder and darker and it needs you. The archons that you hear me talk about so much designed a little simulated world to occupy all your time so you don't fuck with theirs. Most of you dumbasses are sitting around theorizing whether we all live in a computer simulated reality or not. If your entire life is spent online, then yeah, you do. But the offline world isn't a computer simulation. It's true that it's an illusion, but unless you explore the world outside your front door, you'll never make it through the process of dissolving that illusion. You won't. You can argue with me, but you won't. The shit you think you're discovering online is a little give and take game. The Archons know people are waking up fast, so they're giving everyone just little bits of truth to keep them chasing that and that simulated reality online. It's a fucking trap. And she also asked, how come I don't come up with a plan of how to change the world and share it with everyone? Yeah, that pisses me off too, because that's exactly what my entire podcast is dedicated to achieving. Okay, there it is. I got it out and I feel better now. I've told you guys before not to hang on too tight unless you're really ready to grow with me because if you listen long enough, it is inevitable that I'm going to say something that'll piss you off. So here's an early piss off or fuck you along with one of those little green emoji hearts and you can put both of those in the bank for later. But know that my intentions are pure and I am unapologetically brutal and simple in my approach. If you don't like that, well, that's a shame because life is also brutal and simple. So yeah, sometimes you have to go in hard to make a point. If you're the type who can't handle that, step aside and shut the fuck up because I'm likely not talking to you anyway. I told you all in the very first episode that my podcast is for people at a very specific stage of awakening. Spread love and peace in the world anywhere and everywhere that you can, but don't be a thin-skinned, soft-spoken little bitch either. Love you guys. See you in the next one. I just love him, Jay. He's so fierce.